Hey, you guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And we are here with the lovely Emma Sklar. Hello. So, Emma, thank you so much for coming out Happy to Astoria to Queens today. Mm-hmm. You have amazing hair. Thank mm-hmm. you. Your makeup is on point, <laughs> as are your overalls. Very important for a podcast. Uh, yes. I just needed people exactly to envision you, which you can speak more they're, they're to. They're shorter overalls, actually. You What's can't that? see my legs. It oh, means the that they're short. jean short overalls oh, worn like over it. a prop top. I don't think top. I realized that that was the actual terminology. I'm not sure if, if it is, shorts. actually. Well, it, it is um, now. So we uh, connected with you because Aaron actually found uh, an article that you wrote that, I mean, we both really connected with mm-hmm. and it was I felt like a topic that's not necessarily directly direct I mean it's not your ghosted story but it's a dating related or interpersonal yeah, related it's definitely story affected the scope of my dating life exactly relations with the opposite sexes um but this sh- I mean basically and everyone should go read it we'll put the link in the description of this but you um when you were younger had a stomach parasite and you lost a ton of weight and it affected the way men treated you. Yes. And if you want to speak more, and again, you know, people can go read it. I want to be like a little yeah. teaser to sure. go to the no, article. But I think but clarifying yeah. some of the details. So I was um, 19 when this happened. I was between my freshman and sophomore year of college, which is already a very confusing and formative time. Absolutely. And um, I guess to be clear, I wasn't per se, like ever overweight before this happened. So when I did lose, it was something like 30 pounds, a lot of it muscle. Mm-hmm. So I suddenly, it was it went from being kind of like normal curvy to like really very petite and small. I'm only 5'2", right. so I was like, I felt child size. And, right. th- and a lot of that I touch upon in the essay, which again, it will be linked, you should right. go read it, but For just sure. to clarify sort of the scope that we're working with totally. here. I guess I've never thought of myself as being super like suspicious of men because I've had had so many lovely male friends who I know are not coming from this place of like objectification and judgment. So it was, I was, I wasn't ready to have this experience. It was something that I was very surprised by where suddenly I was smaller and whereas before I, you know, I wasn't having trouble with men by any means, right. but it wasn't this sort of like aggressive attention that suddenly right. I felt like I was receiving or like easy attention. I was, I don't know. It's hard to characterize. Right. Um, I guess it would be easy to argue. Well, like, well, if you, if you were feeling better about your body though, maybe you were just like noticing it, but I wasn't feeling no. better. I was feeling like very strange very, about the way that right. I looked. So, which is, I think that interesting take on it because of course that is what I think a lot of people say. And I, I of course can and be true and is true. I think a lot of the time that the more confident you feel, of course, but yes, that's what I thought made it really interesting because you personally weren't really embracing your lack of curves, yeah, but it, it seemed like other guys were. Well, and I have, I mean, like a lot of women everywhere around the world, <laughs> I have always, I feel like there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about my weight, how I feel about my body, you know, what I want to be different. It's just almost just this undercurrent that lives there as much as like remembering to breathe. And I, so I think I wasn't, I was experienced as similar where guys were kind of, you know, talking to me differently and treating me differently than when like in college I'd been a little bit heavier and like mm-hmm. at the end of high school, but I wasn't ready to receive it because a, I think I had just never been treated that way before. Mm-hmm. I'd always been kind of like, oh, just kind of like dorky, funny, like, you know, whatever, not caring a lot about the way I look or trying to like put on makeup and do whatever. And then now I was in this position where 
I had become like lost a little weight. And by virtue of the fact that I lost it a little weight, I was now conscious of my body where mm-hmm. I think before I was just like, this isn't my self concept at all. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I'm funny and smart, you know? And then suddenly I lost a little weight and people were like, Oh, hey, Chelsea. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a thing? Like and, a mind and that's what triggered a thousand percent. Cause up until then my body image was like not at all part of my self concept. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly when people started treating me differently, it triggered my OCD with my body image. But then at the same time, I could never enjoy it because I was just always obsessed with mm-hmm. keeping the weight off or losing a few more pounds or feeling like, oh my God, like I ate too much in my stomachs, mm-hmm. whatever. I think now I have, you know, whatever. I just have gained, stopped caring, I guess, again, finally, because it just got, I was like, I could do better things with my brain space. And so I have, you know, gained a little bit of weight. But I, similar also to what you mentioned in the article, I don't necessarily feel the same exact sort of maybe like gazes and the same flirtations that I maybe did when I was, I mean, also granted I was fucking like 10 years younger. So I was just like young and virile and now I'm an old lady in my (laughs) mid thirties. But, um, I don't ever remember having a guy that saw me naked specifically compliment my body when I was like skinny little 20 something. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like all the time guys will mention like, oh my God, I love your body or I love specifically this about your body or I love that I can like grab onto this, you know? And again, maybe it isn't just an age thing. Maybe guys have grown up too and just are even being more wanting to articulate things like that, but. Yeah, no, I've I've had something very similar. Although even when there's, I guess just because of the way my anatomy works, it was very, um, because as I said, when I had the stomach parasite, it, what happened is I lost muscle mass because I was just like sick on the couch for so right, long. Right. So on top of the weight, I lost that as well. But by the time I was back in school, I did have my butt back at least, which has always just been there. I'm like designed like, to run up back. mountains or something. I'm not sure <laughs> what it is. So that was always, I guess that was the thing that I would get the most comments right. about sure. if I was going to get comments. And then that did sort of, once the rest of my body sort of like filled back out to... So it wasn't as noticeable anymore, I right. guess. It was, the proportion was different. It, that sort of died down. And then, I don't know, now maybe it's kind of back a little bit because I like went the other way. Um, but that's definitely something, just in terms of like what people will say. Right, right. And, I, and I'm always a little skeptical. One of the things I say early in the essay is like, I feel like I can tell when someone's complimenting me and feeling like proud of themselves for doing it because right. they know that yep. like, oh, she probably doesn't get this very often. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-huh. no, fuck you. I'm uh-huh. headed all the time. Thank you very much. Right. Totally. Um, which isn't necessarily true, but it's like, it's the way I feel like it. I'm like, well, people would if I were meeting the right people that's sort of where my self-esteem rests right now I'm like I think I look good I know that not everyone I meet though like I'm not everyone's type and I'm okay with that but yeah it's still the fact that I'm so skeptical of someone's compliment to begin with means that there's clearly some like pathology happening there that absolutely linked well, to all of that i mean this could yeah. be a three this just could be a podcast that would go on until we die <laughs> like this subject yeah but that's or what about you Erin? what's maybe your words your head out with this what's your experience well, been the same thing sort of or like because i'm overweight and then people will be like uh has anyone told you you have such a beautiful face and i'm like yeah all the time like i do you're like, like uh mm-hmm. thank you yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's nice, but it also is the same thing where it's tinged with a little bit of thing of like, oh, let me like boost this girl's ego. And I'm like, all right. 
Um, but it's, I don't know, because I was thinking about this, and it's been, like, I've never had problems dating because of my weight. Like, I think yeah. when I was in, like, my wild single days, and I was like, I just want to go out and get laid tonight, like, I would always be able to accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. Right. With people that I found attractive, too. I wasn't just, like, 4 a.m. grabbing right. whoever's still right. there. And I think, it, so it's, I don't know how much is in my own head, but I think so much of it is also, like, um, you know, cause I have a mother who also has body image issues. She's very, a very small woman. She imagine Taya Leone is my mom and uh, <laughs> dead serious. And she gained weight when she hit puberty. And so, so it's sort of like the pathology of the mother, like it's mm -hmm. forced, forced on the daughter. And I think looking back at pictures of me when I was 12, 13, I was like, I was like, had the cutest little figure. Like I was skinny and I was always a skinny kid. But I remember my mother told me, she was like, it's always important to look your best and to try to have a good, uh, I forget how she said it, but the the um, the sense that I got from her was basically, like, it's important to be thin because she's like, when people meet you, they people want to meet a beautiful person. And if you're not beautiful, they're going to be a little disappointed and you're going to always have to overcome that. Wow. Which I'm like... I don't know if the, I, like I don't know if she was wrong, and the, I mean like that's like launched a thousand hours of therapy. Of course, that of course. line. But of I course. think then sort of what happened was then like whenever I would go out, like when you're in like your twenty, how how old are you? Twenty nine. Yeah. So. Well, so yeah, you're almost out. Um, <laughs> but when you're in your like early twenties, when you're like going out to snag a man, I felt like I always had that in the back of my mind. So I was like, you got to be fucking up, girl. You got to yeah. be more. Yeah. Then I think you would. I would have been naturally and so then I feel like I didn't have a real relationship with somebody um maybe even until Pat and maybe even until a few years of being with my current boyfriend because um because I was like up oh, I'm like yeah. you have to be more yeah um and so I think that like has really affected dating for me and so like it's one of those like chicken and egg things where like I don't know if that's what I would have been like before or what I remember one time we went out me and like this my uh, former roommate who's still one of my best friends and we like randomly met up with these like guys while we were out drinking on the other side we had like a fun night we ended up at auto shrunken head drinking ouzo in the back and it was like great <laughs> and then i love that place by the way oh Otto's. it's fantastic it's still good been there the for big, so like, long that they I don't know if it's like my place to like plug a bar in the middle of her story, but Otto Shrunken Head, you can get these wonderful, it's like a dive tiki bar, oh, tiki dive like bar. It's Village, what you like it's, City, yeah. it's amazing. It's yeah. on like 1st and 14th, yeah. somewhere in that area. It's right across from like Stye Town. Yeah. That's how I know it's it. It's awesome. But, um, oh yeah, we went because I was like really into punk music when I was like um, in my early 20s. And so I was like, there was supposed to be a punk band, but it wasn't. It was a old timey Greek band. But I was like, oh great, this is Better. fine too. Let's go. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> free shots of Uzo. Anyway, my friend ended up going home with it, one of the guys that we met. And then the next morning she told me, she was like, you know, he, whatever his name was, I forgot. Uh, but she was like, he said to me, he was like, I would normally never go for a girl like Aaron, but she had such a great personality. She really is something fantastic, isn't she? And I was just like, whoa. And I've never forgotten Not, that either. Yeah, like what wow. makes someone think that that's a, right. An okay thing to say that about yeah. another person. Right, that that's going to be a positive yeah. experience for the person. And I was like, and I'm sure he was so like pleased with himself. About oh yeah, being yeah. like, I just really did a service. Absolutely. To yeah, like she doesn't somehow. know this about herself, and I'm like, yeah, girl, because I work really hard on this personality. Yeah. So I don't know. So I think that's like those are my body, and I have yeah. like a, a lot of body issues, 
But I think if we want to keep it in the realm of dating, I feel mm. like that's how I've always sort of related to dating. But I've never been like, um, I don't think it's ever kept me from going after somebody. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I think, and especially, or I don't know, again, maybe other women feel differently. For me, the crux of my body image obsession was, and I guess is just, yeah, how being perceived as attractive by, yeah. uh, by guys, you know, at the end of the day, like, I wish I could say it's the way I feel <laughs> and the way I want to, but like, it's like not. Well, and unfortunately yeah. there's also the element of like female competition that right. factors into it right. as well, which sort of like, I've sort of crafted my social spheres in a way that I don't come up against a lot of that, but I right. know it's a thing that a lot of other people have to deal with, especially if you're not, if you have to meet a lot of new people right. or I don't certain so I don't know if you two have dealt with that at all but just like the idea that like even if you do feel your absolute best there's going to be the chance that some girl because she feels a little bit like threatened by you is just going to say something nasty mm-hmm. of course about your like one flaw that you couldn't control that day which yeah. has definitely happened which is like I don't want to have this feeling about other women but sometimes that happens absolutely what about the other side of the coin maybe to what we're talking about or not even but just related um topical shit me having this experience recently when guys or girls anybody um is very upfront about their the body type they're interested in for example this guy that i had was talking about on last week's podcast that has officially backburnered me and we can talk backburner in another topical shit episode so fear not wary listeners i spiral no more because he made the decision for us both um yeah he just kind of likes he he was doing the classic like Oh, I'm just kind of like checking in, chatting, but like not trying to make future plans. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I, like I also don't need a buddy. Exactly. So, um, but I noticed when, Aaron, you were there, when you asked to see, you're like, well, who is this guy that you were talking about on the podcast? I'm like, oh, let me pull up his Bumble and show you. And then I saw, oh, well, he's been updating his Bumble. So, oh. which I mean... And again, when I was talking about him, I had two dates lined up the next day. So it's not like I was, but you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) I was real on my high horse about like, he's into me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm in charge here. Uh, But in his, he changed a couple of his pictures and then he changed his added and like rewrote to his his profile. And he added a line that was not there before. And it said, if you have chicken legs or a tiny butt, you're probably not my type. A little honesty never hurt. So, of course, for me, I'm like, A, you're not only just still on Bumble, which I am too, but enough so that like in the midst of... I thought you were trying to amp things up with us. Now you've taken the time to rewrite things in your profile. So you're real interested right. in trying to bumble. Oh, B, yeah. you added a body mm. type, which I mean, just wrote something wrong, right? A and C, I was have... like, do I? I thought I had a little butt. You know, then that's far on me oh, too. No, I was like, I was like, I thought my butt was little. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that? Of being just upfront well, about just body the type? The idea that like, well, everyone's allowed to have a type, right? And I, I don't, agree with that and that's that's actually something I talk about in my essay a little bit too that I think men are more likely to feel confident being like I'm allowed to like what I like and everyone just needs to deal with it right whereas 
I don't know, women maybe go into it a little bit more open. Yeah. I don't actually know. And men will try to make the argument, well, like, oh, well, women like, like jacked arms and abs. I'm like, how many women do you know, though, that are actually making decisions about that? They're just, they might be, like, thinking about it yeah. in their private moments. That doesn't mean that they're like, and I'm going to need you to lift up your shirt before we go any further. Whereas a guy might actually, like, look at your chest and be like, meh. I'm out or right, and something. I, absolutely. And I even think, I mean, sure, I guess, of course, like any, we always are going to have those things that maybe are a little bit turn us on or a little bit turn us off. But if I ever slept with a dude that was that fucking jacked or like maybe the one or two times in my life that I have, it's uncomfortable. And maybe that's my own yeah. hang ups. But I'm like, this is a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm like, I want you yeah. to be a little more just sort of I like to know the that same playing field If it here. came down to it, I could have a chance in a fight. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's sort of how I make a lot of my decisions. So I like like a, if someone is very tall, I like them to be a little flabby. Yeah. Again, a little these, are things, these are like preference. I would never discount Absolutely. based one way or the well, other. And but, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like everyone's allowed to be, because you also like you're sexually attracted to who you're sexually attracted to. Like yeah, you're sure. allowed to be like, of course, I like, a, this isn't, actually me but like if you do like like I like a guy who's a little bit more cut or I like a guy who's tall I like right. short guys I like thin guys like I'm not into like super wiry dudes but like mm. you know maybe you are and that's great but I don't think that that's something that I would like lead with right or that if I was talking like if I was single and talking to a guy at a bar and he was just like not my physical type I wouldn't be like yeah get the fuck or away it's like to me. close yourself off in that way maybe, yeah. like maybe you get down to it and you're like ooh, I'm not really feeling this, but like you could be missing out on like really great sex with someone because you had those preferences right. and you would never know because you've only been like allowing this whatever it is your preferences. Absolutely. And I do think people can be way too strict with those too. Like I have so many single friends that are like, I need a guy who's like over six two or something ridiculous. And I'm like, that's just insane. Yeah. Because then it's like I've dated guys who are shorter than me. My boyfriend currently is much taller than me. But it's like you you can't be so strict with it because you're, no. you're like what well, you said, it's like you're losing out on so much. And it's like, so it's like what, right. What is the point of putting it out there so early on? What you just have one drink with the person and figure it out then? Like, why do you is want it, to, is it about like embarrassment about being seen? Know. Like I, I do. I always wonder you know what I'm how sure people are making thinking. those decisions. I'm sorry to talk. About oh, no, 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 that's go ahead. Um, <laughs> No, but you know what he's probably thinking though is like this will be like a like a boost for the girl that she'll be like oh I because I have like thick thighs mm. thick thighs make the dick rise and, that's, and like a big <laughs> ass it's like they'll be like ooh then this guy's into it and I think that's exactly what I was thinking it's like you were saying stupid. like like we were talking about where it's sort of like yeah. you're welcome yeah. I like a non traditionally sexy mm. body which I mean I guess arguably whatever like you know butts are now sexier well, like than ever but Sports Illustrated. Patting themselves on the back for like their curvy model, right? Who are like just like, oh, normal size. So your proportions are perfect, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, <Okay. laughs> right, exactly. And yes, that's how. And also, I just thought it was funny of like, why add like who hurt you in the one like in the time that you were like, man, I really got to update the old profile. I got to make my <laughs> I got to make my preference clear. Like, what you just wonder what the impetus was that he was like, you know, what's missing. I gotta make sure that all the girls that don't subtle nagging like, like have yeah, a little butt, little legs, like feel fucking bad about themselves. Or yeah, absolutely, like maybe like a little nagging of a conversation starter, where maybe mm. a girl's gonna be like, "Oh, well, I'm in it," you know? I'm like, I don't oh, know. It's just so stupid. It is. It's like just don't comment on anyone's body, and then especially right. with like Bumble or Tinder, how visual all the apps are. It's like you can go through your preferences very easily and right. not 
ever have to say what they might right. be. Right. And also, you have, I mean, I guess whatever you could have. Most people have picture I feel like especially girls on Bumble have yeah. pi- like full body pictures and you know what I mean like why do you have to I don't know whatever and P.S. he has a fucking chicken legs and skinny butt and like <laughs> I could pick him up and throw him across the room so guys this was fun yeah we impact a lot let's dive in to you and so tell us um first of all our segment on ghost stories mm-hmm. where you tell us which celebrity would play you if there's a Lifetime movie? You know, I've, I've listened to enough. I knew this was coming, <laughs> and I still couldn't. Because um, I think any time that someone has told me I looked like someone, it was just based on what haircut I had. Okay. And I changed my hair, so I've had, like, super short, like, pixie blonde hair. And someone's like, you look like Miley Cyrus, or... Uh, I dye it pink. Same exact look like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and actually, my younger sister, if she's listening to this, I'm sorry, Nina, but um, (laughs) she, my younger sister, actually looks like like I've noticed that about her, and she has longer hair. So I think we do just as the Sklar sisters have. There's something in in there, so maybe that, but I don't really want that to be like otherwise, (laughs) like maybe in the face a little bit. But she's very like lanky and right. um, But then it's like I, I literally had short blonde hair, dyed it pink, and someone was like, you know, you kind of look like pink. And I was like, okay. Uh, I could see that. I could see that, too. Maybe like, just, so maybe just like the expressiveness face. of your face, too, and like a little, mm-hmm. yeah. But it it does. I change my hair a lot. The color is always, right now, it's like right. green and yellow and blue, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's very fun. So I, I don't. Right. Um, I, but based on that, maybe the the one person I could think of that might resonate with anyone listening, I guess, without having to like morph things around in their head would be the singer from Paramore. But if she's always oh, like yeah. four months Haley. pregnant, <laughs> like, which is not, and like really is leaned into like her cravings. <laughs> I can totally see that one too. Yeah, I can see that one. P.S. Uh, Haley Williams. Haley she's, Williams. She, her, I guess if you don't know Paramore, you'd, not know that so I'm not gonna try to like <laughs> explain who, like, I'm like you know step. she's that girl who I'm like wait she's yeah. not an actress you wouldn't have just like seen her in something their latest <laughs> album is I'm all saying by oh, the way yeah hard times ever, yeah it's although she good. does that one she finally has like longer blonde hair, right so it's different oh, well fun. so you're some um, combination of all those three yeah or um uh, I don't know if either of you watched the run, the entire run of the show Parenthood. No, um, I never got into Parenthood. But uh, May Whitman, May Whitman, who oh, played okay. Anne, her yeah, on yeah. Arrested Development, totally. only because again, though she went through a similar like hair transformation thing in this one show. Where when I was watching it, I kept being like, she's copying my hair again. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. And she's, I think, similarly sort of like short and. We probably have a similar similar frame. Okay. So maybe her. Maybe okay. we, if we're actually going for like an actress who exists and then not. Who could like, actually play yeah, you like in the she Lifetime put on a wig. movie. Well, I don't think life. I look like her, but I think right. it would maybe make sense. There's right. like a vibe she would be cast. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think yeah. you also look like a shorter faced um, Tony Collette, who I love. Ooh, oh, I love her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she has like I'm kind of a that. longer. Face right. You, yeah. you have like a, like a cute little heart shaped face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. Anyway, like, so those, that's so a that's bunch of p- famous people we just named. Great job. They probably just confused <laughs> your listeners entirely. They're like, <laughs> she's white though, everyone. So yeah, we've established. I am a white woman <laughs> with tiny hipster bangs. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. I cut them myself this morning, so they're. Oh my god! Nice. They look great. Thank I cut mine drunk the other night. That's real favorite time. Even though my hair keeps telling me to do it, I refuse. 
So what about just then give us sort of, you know, your your brief dating history so we can then understand. Although I think to understand. Go into it. Give um, give us everything we need and then just go into your ghost story. Yeah. Um, I went to a very small one with less than 100 people in the entire school. (gasps) Oh, wow. It was an Alpine ski racing academy for... Like, Were you an what? alpine ski racer? I was. Now I'm not. Um, <laughs> so cool. That is I stopped. I stopped after. You it was really like, buried so the lead. Emma. I, That's amazing. Um, th- there's a. I wrote an essay about that as well. Okay. But it. Um. I. There's so much to go into there. I'll just keep it at the fact that the school was very small, very okay. specialized, and I was very busy. Okay. In high school. Where so, was that? Uh, in Vermont, which I. Another thing, just to give you scope of the smallness of my life before moving to New York. I grew up in a town called Moortown, Vermont, less than a thousand people in the town. Then I went, so um, that was, I guess, K through six. I did have one boyfriend in fifth grade, but I don't think he really counts. Um, So then by eighth grade, I was at this very specialized school, which was near where I grew up. It was a boarding school, but I was a day student, Mm -hmm. which is important because I did feel a little bit isolated i guess from okay everything like because so you would go there and then go home at night yeah so there was all sorts of like fraternation going on sure at night i'm sure that i just had no part of but also there just weren't that many people and um our class was the biggest of so like when i was a freshman all the classes above us had like less and less people okay so and, you know, when you're a freshman in high school, I I grew very young. So I was already sort of like my adult woman form by that time I was 15. So you right. look around at all these like 14 year old boys. And on one hand, you're like, I want your attention. But you, it's ugh. like, yeah. I, don't, I don't I know that I don't <laughs> oh, want yes. that. Um, oh, yes. So I didn't really date much in high school. I had Got one it. boyfriend from a different school. Actually, I was a little ahead of the curve on like. Not exactly online dating. He was like a friend of a friend who we started talking on AIM instant oh, messenger. Oh shit! Um, and I, I can't remember if the mic was on when I said how old I was, but I'm 29 now. So okay. I was in high school like 2002 to 2006. Okay. So this was like that era. He, AIM he, is big. Facebook oh, yeah. is not around yet. Prime time. Um, I only ended up seeing him in person twice, but by the end of our first meeting, we were like dating. He was my boyfriend. Oh my and, god! And then it was like long distance via AIM. Um, well, he lived like two towns over, okay. but I didn't drive, and sure. we didn't have cell phones. That's what I was always so, so interested <laughs> when, like, my friends that were like, like, I'm dating someone from neighboring school. I'm like, how? Yeah. So but, I. I guess maybe I had a cell phone and I for, I would forget that he didn't have one. So I would try to like text his landline and weird <laughs> things would happen. Uh, but he actually ended up breaking up with me in an email when oh I was boy. at a training camp in Austria. Oh boy. Ooh. So that's a very special story. Yeah. He sent, he emailed me though at an email address that was like my Yahoo account instead of the one that I actually use. And I got back and I didn't know that this had happened. So I asked his friend, I was like, Robin hasn't been online and he's not like talking to me at all. What's happening? They're like, you should check your email. Oh, oh he blocked my you? God. Yeah, he blocked. So this is like, <gasps> That the, the, that wasn't going to be the ghosting story that I told, mostly because we <laughs> we eventually like reconciled okay. and like yeah. talked. He was like, "No, there's this girl who I actually go to school with," and I just felt oh, really, I was okay. like, "Yeah, you feel bad. All right, you're Robin, a good person, relax. but you're a coward. That's fine. Sure, which also, is sort of a theme 16, in my life. Like, what can we? Yeah, do? exactly. So, um, that was my one like high school dating experience. 
then in college I got a boyfriend like right away someone who was in my dorm we dated like on and off where did you go to college? Uh, University of Vermont so still okay. in Vermont UVM then, you're just like you Green Mountain do or die exactly <laughs> it, um, I was like an hour from home and that felt mm. special I'm from um, New Hampshire so we're supposed to be uh, enemies but I, we're not yeah I feel they're very different they're so they're just people shaped don't the same understand that every state in New England has such a specific person who lives there in a specific yeah. ethos huh. and it's very and people are like oh new hampshire vermont is the same I'm like it is yeah no we're really more like <laughs> if we, if there's a rivalry it would be between like vermont and wisconsin or like vermont yeah. and colorado or well, something Well, we feel a rivalry with you i guess oh, it's not the same I didn't, way i guess because because i think of most of my experience with new hampshire is driving through it either to get to boston or to mm-hmm. get to maine so i'm like oh they have like boston it's a whole different thing right. it's more like suburban I think we also uh, just fight everyone. Like, I think that's just also like our vibe. That's your specific New Hampshire yeah. person. Yeah. And we're it's very, like, um, fighting everyone. Yeah. We just want to be cool. Yeah. It's fine. Um, you had marriage equality before anyone else. That is true. So I remember there was the people who opposed it in Vermont. There was huge signs up all over everywhere that said, uh, take back Vermont. That was the slogan for the bigots in Vermont <laughs> when that was happening. Um, I don't know. Hold on, I'm on a tangent. Over at UVM, I got a boyfriend like right away. We d- and he lives in my dorm, so like no ghosting potential whatsoever there. <laughs> Probably that maybe was why. Um, we date on and off the first year, and then that summer in between was when I and I still I think I actually lost a little bit of weight my freshman year anyway because I like never had any money and I was always stressed out. But I. Right. Now I'm trying to, but anyway, I lost like the ton of weight over the summer and I come back and we had like broken up somewhere in like January of second semester. And then he's, we end up back together, which I attribute a lot to like having been thinner, which like he might have opinions on. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to ask. He's not here. He's not here. He doesn't get to say. Fuck his opinions. But then, so we break up. I have like one little fling with someone in one of my classes which I think I talk about in my essay as well which Mm -hmm. is like something that had never happened to me someone like moved seats to sit next to me in a class just to like talk to me and invite me to a party which I didn't realize was happening at the time and he told me later he's like no I was like the whole time I was trying to talk to you it's like the beginning of your new WB sitcom a little bit it's like how they start right (laughs) me and the He he actually, I haven't seen, he lives in Brooklyn now also. I forget this, that like all these people swing back around. I have a surprise for you, Emma. They do. Um, That's him. That doorbell you hear. Oh my goodness. Um, We have, bring him on the podcast. No, that's still my (laughs) fucking dream that we're going to make happen someday. Anyways. But then, so, by by Christmas of my second semester, sophomore year, I have met and him. Not expressly dating, but definitely. Well, no, wait, no. By, by that, that break, I came to visit him in New York. So we were definitely dating. Sorry, I'm like thinking through things as I'm going yeah. through the story. No, but anyway, that I met the person I met when I was 19, I ended up being with for six years. So wow. Um, wow. we lived together, stayed in Vermont one year after graduation. So that brings him up to like 2011. Okay. And then he moves home because he's originally from New York and like stays with his parents and I move home to save money, but still in Vermont. And there's some like issues with that going forward. Right. But by the time I'm here, it's like, no, we're going to try. And it, uh, by like a year in, in New York, we end up breaking up. But by that time, I'm like, by then I was 25. So this is 2013. So I have never really dated because he also okay. lived in my dorm. And we met also 
because sophomore year still in the dorms mm-hmm. my the what happened was like we both got a little drunk and then it was just happening and then we had to see each other every day so it was like either we need to not do it or do it right and then we're together for six years because that right. happens sometimes I guess totally um but then I'm in New York where most of my social life before that were like his friends because he was here. Yeah. I had my first job that I had here I ended up getting laid off from. So I made a couple friends there, one of whom I'm still very close with. Hi, Rebecca. I know Hi, you're Rebecca. listening. Um, but I didn't have much by that at 2013. Even her, I wasn't that close with yet. So I had like right. almost no social network. So... I That's gave myself it's a lot really happens tough. in those uh, from like yeah. graduating college at like 21, 22 to yeah. 25, 26. Yeah. Like there's a lot like that is, I think when a lot of friends are solidified, that's when you're like out in the city at the yeah. first mm-hmm. time. And I think it's like, yeah, it must've been yeah. so scary to have missed all yeah. that. And then and I was like, I don't know who I am. Like, cause I felt like I had been completely neglecting all of my own interests. Cause I was of like, course. well, I have a boyfriend. You're it's just fine. assimilating like, to, we're just like living group. our lives and going yeah. to work and coming home and like forgiving each other for being lazy. And yeah. that's how that, um, he's, he's fine. I held no, like no ill will there, but no, but I mean, you're both in the same situation. Yeah. It just, it's yeah. It just seems like it might've been tough. Yeah. It's a, not a great I feel like early 20s if anyone out there is like working through the decision of whether or not they should break up with someone and you're in your early 20s do it you'll be I think you'll feel better about yourself in the long run and then you'll Um, end up back together if it's meant to be yeah exactly one thousand percent yeah um so yeah I'm like 25 I'm in the city and I just like don't really have a social network I don't really know what I'm doing but I knew I wasn't really ready to start dating because it's like what am I going to say on these dates I needed some right. time to just like figure <laughs> get some I like, stories I know that they're not going to want to hear like well I just broke up with someone who I was with for six years <laughs> right uh, last time I did this I was living in a dorm <laughs> um so I gave myself something like three months just to like like you're allowed to wallow it's been a long oh, time that's just sure. three months I will take up some hobbies six month relationship yeah <laughs> wallow. girl like Wallow, um, you can still yeah. be wallow. Well, that was more because so I wasn't even thinking about, and then I, I had one weird like when I was finally sort of feeling ready. I like I met someone in a bar, like on my own, and you were like, this turned is out how really it works. weird. He ended up being thirty eight and almost divorced. You oh. can't see my air quotes, but that is oh. you could feel. It. But he didn't oh. look thirty eight at all. He, but he was wearing he track pants in a bar. Um, <laughs> there were signs. You didn't there were some signs. So anyway, that. That went a little weird, and I sort of was maybe a little bit of a setback because I was like, "Oh, I tried, and it was scary." And right, now right, I don't right. want to. Um, so, then what did you like do? Because what year is this now? This is two thousand thirteen. So you were like, was is that Tinder yet? Or no? um, so uh, when I was when I was finally feeling ready, I signed up for OkCupid. Okay, mm-hmm. Tinder okay. might have been a thing. I was or definitely on, was on Tinder the... by two thousand fourteen. Okay, like that makes sense. Later in that year, yeah. Um, and I actually like the first few were hard because I was like I just need to figure out how to like sit across from another person and be a person at them I didn't right it's all of it was like I don't know what's gonna happen so I just like set up a bunch of them right off the bat and because I'm a writer I'm like worst case scenario I can like write it all down it's gonna be fine of course Um, yeah oh yeah I watched I watched that good conversation Um, so the first I did, there was definitely at least one of the people that I met early on. I was like, well, clearly I'm a relationship person. My history suggests that I'm going to end up meeting a boyfriend at some point because that's what happens. Right. And the first person who seemed like was maybe sort of a good fit, I definitely maybe like went a little sure. hard at. 
um, that's hard. He it's was hard nice. To learn how but, to modulate yourself like that, especially coming yeah. out of relationships where you're like, I'm used to being like real comfortable. Yeah. I've been real comfortable with somebody for six years. And then to be like, no, I have to be like flirty and there has to be mystery. Yeah, and, and I can't to, like, play it cool when you're just like, no, now, uh, yeah. now we are married. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm like, now I wear no bra and we eat Chinese yeah. food on the couch. <laughs> but it's also hard because there are, especially, and maybe you weren't in this mindset yet being just back out there again, but I feel like in New York City, it's hard because when you finally, it's so few and far between that you meet someone that you're like, I could maybe see you one other time yeah. and like stand you. <laughs> like you want to like hold on to that person. So it's yeah. sort of hard. You want to just be like latch on and be like, oh my God, you're like one of the fucking few. Or it's like anyone who's normals. even like communicates normally and isn't right. super like cagey or not. Yeah. You're like, because I, I definitely had some early you. things that were like not quite ghosting, but they were definitely pushing that line of like, if I just don't respond. Yeah. For a bit, maybe she'll go away. Maybe right. she'll lose interest on her own. Right. Which I think is that there is a different line of just like basic courtesy. Someone who's willing to do that versus someone who's just like, and now we're never, no matter what she says, I'm right. never responding. Right. Which is the story I will, or there's multiple stories. I'm still deciding which one is the best one. Listen, we can yeah. do both. We can okay. do all of them. Um, but yeah, so by 2000. 14, I guess mostly just because like some of my coworkers are were like, so we're we're really like invested in all your stories, but we want you to join Tinder because we think that's going to be maybe more interesting. <laughs> I've been that person. Yeah. I love it. And I, yeah. And I'm, and I got really, I just like enjoyed the process of it a lot. And I was realizing more and more that like, oh, I don't think even if something were working, like I'm not ready to get on like a trajectory with someone where we're like, what, going to move in together? That right. sounds... I, I have so much other stuff I need to figure out. I'm like enjoying my own hobbies again. Right. Enjoying, because I do get very, when I like someone, it comes becomes a little bit like consuming and I have to be like, no, you're going to take a few hours today just to like do your own shit and not think about this of person. Of course. Uh, which I'm much better at now, almost to the point where it's like, ooh, do I have feelings anymore? Am I capable of that? I mean, been there. <laughs> Felt that feeling. Um, but yeah, so there was... Tinder, I, I, so I've sort of been like on and off of it. It has its, I've met some really wonderful people. One of the first people yeah. I talked to on Tinder wasn't the first person I met just because that took a while, but he's like, he ended up leaving the city, but he's like one of my favorite people. And if he ever comes back, oh I'm not going to like try to date him. But if I just you're like listening. Yeah. Well, Emma, I have a surprise. There's someone here. One of those days You've it's going to be true. One of those days. Yeah, you figured out who. Yeah, although with me, as opposed to most people, it wouldn't be that hard. I've definitely written an essay where I was like, here's the 22 people that I met last year. And here's how I feel about all of them. Um, but yeah, so other, it's mostly men. I'm, like, I'm glad that I did like have done so much online dating. I think especially for my personality, I ended up working at a, like a really small office where there wasn't going to be a lot of like opportunity to mm -hmm. like expand my social network right. that way. And I'm otherwise not like it takes me like a few times going to a party with like parties hosted by the same person with the same people there to like learn, like yeah. actually make connections. I'm just like a slow, I'm a slow warmer, I think. Totally. Um, and also it's been only four years since you broke up with this guy. Like, I think that's, makes that's true. And I was like regressed. I'm sort of, I was sort of like 19 again when it happened. Absolutely. And I was in and New York city as which I think which everything is with like these a little bit retarded when you're in New York city, like a little bit slower to happen. Yeah, right. And it totally, I guess the thing, it, it did take me a while to find out that, like, oh, not everyone is, like, even if they're not 
bad people i guess like like ethical communicating like they really don't care that there's another person on the end of this because i'm very much just like i you know what i don't feel that i am able to meet your needs at this time and i i hope that we can still like if i've seen someone twice or three times i'm like clearly i like something about you right i'm feeling weird about it but i'll be the one to be like i am not interested in what i feel like maybe you're interested at this time being honest fine um it's free like yeah. being nice, being honest, it's free. It's yeah. like, and why it's like, not? and if people whose argument is like, well, I just didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm like, do you think that people are so stupid that you don't, they don't know what you're doing when you're just never speaking to them again? That's yeah. like right. a very arrogant right. perspective to me that they're That's like, well, I wasn't going to hurt your feelings. I was just going to let you think I died. Right. Or- <laughs> but it's like, also, are you. Like, are you that self-centered that you think that I'm just, like, waiting on every word? And it's yeah. like, also, are you that self-centered that you think, like, telling me the truth, which is, like, I really don't feel anything, yeah. but you seem like a great girl, is going to crush me? Yeah. It won't. So it's... Um, anyway. So yeah, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself already. So that's the general scope. So let's talk about the first ghost. The first... Okay. So there, there technically have been more than one... But I think a few of them I probably didn't notice because I was maybe going to do the same thing. Sure, or I like really a mutual so ghosting yeah. almost. I think two, one is like a f- sort of a funny story. One is one that kind of like, oh, hurt me a little bit. Um, the first one actually, I think, happened first chronologically. It was this guy who lived, um, I'll change his name, although I probably, I'm going to end up changing his name to some other person that I've probably been out with. So just like, because <laughs> uh, they're all so... Uh, so I'll just say his name was Mike. Great. So yeah. if there's That's a Mike nice listening and- that I went out with, it's not you. <laughs> um, and he, we had just like good, um, like back and forth chattiness. He seemed like on, on my page. Okay, in Cupid ter- or, or on, this was Some Tinder. Dating by thing. This, okay. was, this was like early 2015. Great. And I'm like, I have a desk job and sometimes it's really busy. Sometimes it's not. So yeah. I do like sometimes having just, just like rapport. Absolutely. Um, so I like someone who's at least comfortable with that. Yeah. Even if they're not like if or like, can like tell me being like, listen, my yeah, like texting. Okay, okay. Um, so either someone who says like, hey, my job doesn't really facilitate that. But let's talk at this time. Or like, mm-hmm. I'm not really in, like I'm fine as long as they communicate. But yeah. I like it when someone just like also likes to have sure. sort of nonsense chatter. I'm uh, so, so there's the a opposite. lot of that. If a guy's like texting me, I'm like. I don't know, but I think that's like my own emotional hang-up so we can pack up another time. But no, I'm kind or of the same unpack. way where I'm like, what is the point of this? I think if I don't know them enough yet. I feel yeah. like when I start to like really have feelings for them, then I'm like, motherfucker better text me. Yeah. And then like the first couple of times or whatever, and I'm like, I don't know you, sir, yeah. enough to carry <laughs> on this sort of banter. But anyways. But I, I think a lot, I think more people are like you. I feel yeah. like more people yeah. are like you. And it they doesn't like have to, it's back not like rehashing our like deep sensitive moments just like that's also the point of dating is to have someone that you can trade just sort of like energy and an intention with to a certain extent right i mean like that's kind of like what we're all looking for the kind of person that you would want to be ultimately with somebody who can be like silly can be like that yeah yeah silliness is important absolutely but i guess by this point i've already sort of realized that like i it's not important to me that this person like becomes my boyfriend for like anyone that I'm seeing. I've of course sort of realized for myself that like you've managed maybe the worst now. case scenario is that my feelings get hurt and no one has actually died from hurt feelings and I survived. Oh, the one thing I didn't mention is that my six year 
relationship, although there was like precedent for it, technically ended because in an email. Oh. He emailed me to end things. Right. So I was like, if I survived that, right. there's really nothing that these like random fuckos can right. do to me. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I'm right. just going to like try to like go in open-minded and go in with like my full right my full self or whatever well, that also means that you've had a six-year relationship behind you so you can be like i am yeah. somebody that somebody can love on a consistent basis yeah. for six years so exactly. like if right. you don't that's kind of on you. yeah like don't totally yeah like flatter yourself by thinking that your attention is so important but like right. i want to get to know people especially because i'm still like building my social network at this of course point and i'm just like eager to know anyone totally um, so we're going back and forth a lot. He lives within walking distance from my apartment. And Ooh. although it's winter, that is always just... I like I, that. I, I like yeah. dating some in the neighborhood. Some people are weird about that because they're like, I don't want to yeah. run into him if whatever goes south. But I like that. Yeah, I like I've ran into, run into people so infrequently that I do yeah. prefer it if it's like in some way convenient. So it's a, and, it, and it means that the first couple times we hung out, although the first time was in a bar, was like, it just happened to be like, oh, his roommates were like, having people over and I end up like socializing. Ooh, excuse me. And I'm like comfortable with the people that are in his life. And even yeah. though that's that wasn't his intention to introduce me to these people. Yeah, it's happened. Like early so on yeah. there's that's a set this precedent. Deal. Like the people that people you're dating surround themselves with are is huge. Yeah. And it's right. like they liked me. No one was like, ooh, who is this girl? We of all course. like <laughs> went to Fairway in someone's car in the morning because I ended up <laughs> sleeping oh, there. What a treat. Yeah. It was a really... car ride and Fairway. Exactly. I mean... I'm like a dog. I love a car ride. I actually, I don't drive. <laughs> I never, even growing up in Vermont, I just, I never got a license. Do you, like, you don't have a license? I don't have a license. Oh I never got gosh. one. I didn't like try to get one and fail. I just, don't. Just weren't about there's, it. There's like I hate. I grew up driving, but I never liked it. And yeah. as soon as I moved to New York City, I was like, goodbye. Yeah. Like, I don't even think I would know how anymore. <laughs> I still think. Um, oh, this will be interesting for Pat if he's <laughs> listening to this. But like, I remember like guys that I didn't have crushes on, but like if they drove me home in high school, I was You'd like, like well, oh, I'm in love with him <laughs> because like I love a good forearm. I guess back to what we're talking about. Oh my with, god, like, the I like a forearm. Something about them like driving or like shifting mm-hmm. that I'm just like gets me going. <laughs> and then it's just like, but then like once we're out of the car, it's like it's over. But like those moments, mm-hmm. I'm like, and he's like protecting me. He's making sure I get where I go safely. Yeah. There's something like so sexy about it. I'm yeah. with you. That, I digress. You don't Did have that. a license and you're not a man. No. But, no, but it was, uh, I think whoever it was had a minivan, even maybe it was very, there was like six <laughs> of us in there. It was just, it just like felt fun like oh this is just like it, it sort of reminded me of college a little bit like just right. like a bunch of dumb kids yeah. doing some stuff and Which it's like it sort of New goes back City and forth although that so but okay he i guess i'm not using his real name and there's very little chance he's gonna hear this but we end up seeing each other like three times after that but every time there's some reason and i apologize if this is too like explicit for anyone but he just like cannot get an erection but he's also like the first night there was a lot of drinking like i threw up in his waistband so i was like okay that's fine yeah and then the second time he tried to say it was about drinking again and then i was like i don't feel like we were drinking that much and it was like well i was drinking earlier and then like finally the last thing he was like oh well just to like like it's actually been a really long time since i've been with someone and is it okay if we're just like lying here and i was like yeah that's fine and it seemed like he was the one who was like hmm. i want you to be okay with maybe not doing this which like in my head i'm like i'm not sure if i'm okay with that but i'm not like, right but, but also you're young to have erectile dysfunction yeah 
There's that. But I then he also like of... made fun of a friend of his for like using Viagra recreationally. So I was like, <laughs> like maybe this is you're like, is your like... friend you? <laughs> but I've also had a lot. I've had a lot of instances recently with dudes not yeah. going to be, be able to get it up. And maybe not that consistently, mm. but like twice in a row when yeah. either some combination I feel of drinking is involved. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, multiple people yeah. uh, and like either some combination of drinking or I haven't like I got out of relationship and using a condom isn't working for me like I can't keep yeah. it up with the condom which is such bullshit you have but to, is to start it? masturbating with a condom this is my <laughs> advice to any men who are listening just if you're having ready. this issue just well that's I know nothing I mean obviously I know nothing about it so I don't know what the but like you're saying it's bullshit maybe it is but then then either I'm not sexually arousing these guys or it's true or there's other things happening because there is fucking keeping it up when it seems like an epidemic that's past the point of like guys say to me to do with the girl's body I think if you're already in then it's you not not you him Him. no absolutely no there's uh I don't know (laughs) yeah I I no I think that not being able to get it up with a condom is a load of horseshit I don't know but why do you think it is I don't know, but also it's like obviously like it happens, like it does happen no matter like what, and it does happen with like a lot of drinking or drugs or something. Right. But it's like, I mean, I don't know, but I do think I don't know. I think it just means that they've more frequently talked a woman out of using a condom than they have actually tried to like work through that. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe. interesting. But I don't know. Maybe that's judgmental. I do not envy men for this reason. That's the thing. I feel like so it would be so weird. Mine to is like, so I can't simple. Am- it yeah. always works. Absolutely. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we digress. So, um, so yeah. So this happens a few times, but it like we're still talking. So I'm like, listen, let's. I I at no point said like I don't want to like ever have a like romantic right. instance with you because I'm frustrated. And I was like, hey, let's like. We're you were no still point, into him. Yeah. I was like, I really liked hanging out with him. So I was just sort of keeping the door open. I was like, if you're feeling uncomfortable for any reason, right. if it's me, just tell me. And he's like, no, that's not it. But I did, but what ended up happening is he just like, we had brief back and forth via, via text, like right after that, because he like what I texted him once, I guess when he left to be like, Hey, hope you got home. Okay. And he was like, yeah, I'm, good and then he just like didn't reach out again for a long time or i was always reaching out and he'd respond but it was and eventually like, i'd be yeah. like like it's not lost on me that he wasn't trying to keep it going it yeah. wasn't initiating was like, so another if there's like out, a yeah. problem just let me know because then yeah. i'll stop like performing emotional right. labor i guess That's right the trendy way to say that yeah. backburner another um, classic backburning and then he was like no no that's not it so i said one so then and then i sort of let it die down because i was like i've already said this i can't then keep reaching out but then a little later on i think i reached out to just be like hey so how's life still like shitty and unmanageable because that's how he was trying to play it was like i'm just really busy and i'm stressed out nobody's that busy it is my to like just answer something to answer a text which takes three seconds yeah so he just never responded to that yeah he just never responded to that which again Mm. like i'm not i'm not under the impression that like anyone owes me their attention but I find that sort of behavior very strange when you can't, when I've sort of I, opened all different. the doors to be like, just tell me what's going on. I will live. I'm not fragile. Like you've met me. Right. I will be fine. But I like clarity. And right. this is just and annoying. You, three times hanging out and hook, trying to hook yeah, up. And like is talking an, a lot. Is an eternity it wasn't, I don't think it was City. in my head that we were having. Yeah. 
sort that's of an a, eternity in New York City. And this is why, like, but you never would you ever let him let us reach out to him in any would you ever if I want still to had any of his contact information i i would because i like because this is I don't like, it doesn't matter this yeah, is a very just, specific though type of situation i feel like that i would be like was my dream when we first started this podcast is like get the like those type situations because yeah. that's just the classic ghosting and just like what was like wouldn't you want yeah. to just pull the current back and be like because it had nothing to do with you yeah. it was like was there some other girl where it was complicated and it re-emerged yeah. was he religious was he depressed was he uh i mean who the fuck knows yeah trying that, to get a prescription to viagra I think, I think we had talked a little bit about how he had some depression issues and some like yeah so there was no reason i felt that he wouldn't just tell me Right, that kind of thing. Like, listen, I'm not okay right now. Yeah. If I ever and like come all, up all my male friends I've told the story to were just like, oh, he was just embarrassed, and you should be like, let, that, like that's really terrible when that happens. I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't my fault. Yeah, and also you still wanted to. Hang I didn't out like again. yell at his boner. I didn't do anything to it. Right, so. and you were still interested. Like you yeah. weren't chastising him for it or like whatever. Yeah. So uh, that was the like bummer mm-hmm. of one, and then. I guess it was later that year. This one is just sort of funny because by the time, I guess I kept, I think I maybe took a break from it for a while over the summer or something. I feel like it in 2015 was like a lower year. Some years have been like tons and tons, just like all the time. I think by the time I got to the end of 2015, I looked around and I was like, it's been a little while. Let's get back on right. it. Um, so I meet this guy and... We, we meet just like in a bar. I don't, I never think of the first meeting as a date. I think of that as a like, let's be in the same place at the same time and right. see yeah, if it totally. is okay. That's and like, point. it was, it was pretty good. Although at one point he was like, you can leave if you want to. I can see you like pointing your legs at the door. He, but he acted like he was like a dating expert about it. What? Was he trying to be like, playful? Or? I think a little bit. So I didn't, I didn't perceive it as arrogance okay. at that moment. Thinking about it now, I'm like, maybe he. It's just a dick. But in um, the moment, you're like, oh, you're trying yeah. to sort of be yeah, cute you're, you're like, in your you're own way. You're nervous you about it. So you've yes. decided that expressing what your yes. worst case scenario might be to me. Sure. And then, so okay, anyway, I end fine. up going home with him after that. Because that, I guess some like endearing, that sort of thing actually like works with me sometimes. Sure. I'm like, oh, he was just like straightforward about yeah, something. Yeah, tra- a um, insecurity or something. And then... I guess we're sort of going, we're having a lot of just like sexually explicit conversation after okay. that. Right. But then over text, d- over text. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then by that point, I guess because of what had happened earlier in the year and a few other experience, I was very much just like, I just want to let you know, I'm not looking for anything exclusive. I'm very, I had like a whole thing thing that I wrote that now it sounds stupid I think I used the term sex positive in it I was just very like listen this is where I'm at but because I was trying to prevent anything similar from happening I think being like you don't need to worry about me being like overly attached to you but I am looking to like know people and I it would be cool if we could like keep doing this but also like just know each other now I'm not it wasn't like let's just be friends thing it was like yeah let's maybe have sex a few times and if that's all that it is fine but don't I never I I don't think I said like but don't be a dick to me because that that was like what I was thinking but (laughs) Um, so we see each other one other time which actually um this might be vaguely 
you guys are comedians like stand-up or I th- that was is. you are I, okay. you, I don't do as much anymore but for years and years okay I did, so there's yeah. probably less chance that this is would be like someone that you know but he was a comedian oh boy and on our second meeting which I guess none of these are dates at this point because of how I've like framed it but he invites me to a show that he is performing in which I was like okay if it's just like at a bar that's fine I'll yeah. just sit at the bar and cash mm-hmm. and which is just like more at? convenient that way because then I don't have to worry about like coordinating with, yeah. with him after which bar, which bar was it at? it wasn't at a bar that's oh, what happened oh. it was at on um, the experiment gallery oh, I'm so it was familiar. just folding chairs <laughs> I'm familiar folding chairs BYOB it's so far from the subway which he tells me on the way so I come in with a handle of Jack Daniels <laughs> I like your style. Like that Emma. was what was easy I for like me to style. buy. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, well, you, you should like buy a, a cup. And I was like, listen, if I were coming out on my own to experience the arts, yes, I would definitely do that because I appreciate and I want to like give, if that's the way they're making their money, yes. And like, but you asked me to come here. So you buy me a you, damn or cup. Or either you buy me a damn cup. So he bought himself a cup. <laughs> and I guess maybe the idea was that we could share it. But I was like, I don't want to be like, no, I want You're my like, own. I was like, I'll blow you, but I want my own cup. I was like, I just, I was just like, I'll just drink out of the bottle. I it's have fine. standards. Yeah. Well, because then it's just like, well, because when someone's performing and it's such an awkward, it's very, it's like folding chairs in a it's fairly an well intimate space. Yeah, it is. So to be like tapping someone to be like, can I have the cup now? Yeah. Um, so I was just like, I'll just drink out of the bottle. We'll pour you a cup. I'll drink out of the bottle. Like it's the classy B I. Exactly. He later told me it was. He thought it might be distracting to <laughs> the other comedians. Not in like a chastising way, but um, so basically what ends up happening, the important part of this is that we end up walking back to the train with one of the other comedians who um, is a very lovely person who ends up telling me that he's like, oh, I'm originally from the Midwest because I, um, I work in customer service and at the time I was, uh, I guess, the manager... We weren't hiring at the time, but basically he's like telling me about his customer service background. He's like, if you're ever hiring, Got I'm like it. looking for that Got kind of stuff. And he seemed like such a lovely person and like exactly the kind of person who would do well in our office. Yeah. But we weren't hiring at the time. Um, so then I end up going back home again with the guy who had invited me to the show. And we do talk a little bit after that. And but I was sort of you know, I was seeing other people also yeah. and it just You weren't of, like it was so attached off, to him. It but was, um yeah. I think the last thing I sent to him might have been like a picture of boobs with like some comment attached to it, <laughs> um, which I'd actually I didn't think anything of the fact that he didn't respond because some because I have an iPhone, he had an Android and sometimes things don't send. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I cared so little that I just like I'm like, I'm not going to follow up. I've right. got other stuff going on. Um, but then. I think less than a month later, we were hiring at my <gasps> office and I was like, I want to get in touch with that other oh guy. So I text, uh, like thinking we're just like on like normal terms because right. it hasn't been that long. I yeah. like text him being like, hey, can you get me your friend's contact information? He said he was looking for work. If he's still looking, I'm definitely looking for someone. And he never responds to <gasps> that. Oh my God. But, Cock career blocking yeah. his yeah. friend. And, but then still in my head, I'm like, maybe maybe he's still not getting because I've had to actually switch to WhatsApp with some of my Android friends. Yeah, yeah it's a real thing. So I was like, all right, that's maybe like I'm not going to actually take offense it. to it. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute, I can get in touch with this guy myself because I am Facebook friends with a different comedian who I've like seen. I've like seen other things of his on right. Facebook through like whatever. And I'm like, maybe this and is all weird. Comedians are friends on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, this is true. 
Because like this might be weird, but the stakes for me personally are very low. And if I can help someone get a job, that's like, why would I not do that? Yeah. Uh, so I reach out to him and he's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Dave like mentioned that he got that text, but he, his phone wasn't charged. So he said he was going to give me your contact information later. And I was like, oh, so he Liar. totally never had any intention. He like didn't want to talk what? to me. Oh. Exactly. So it was one of it was just a very strange thing where I was like, oh, I was being ghosted and I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know. know about it. And to um, the point where he wanted to ghost so much that he couldn't even give. Yeah, like he wasn't. Were they even like besties? Do you think? I don't. Or, like, I'm not even sure. Well, did do you underpiring the friend? Uh, no, but he. He actually said, he's like, oh, I'm actually not looking for anything okay. anymore. But here's my other friend's contact information who is. And he actually ended the friend of the friend ended up coming in for an interview and was uh, a sociopath no he's actually um <laughs> the story is not over he actually oh, he, when he interviewed i was actually not there i was in florida so like the rest of my office met him and i was not there and he ended up not or they either hired someone else but like sent his contact information to our sister company like they, they really liked him but it didn't end up or the hours were not actually good for his like stand-up goals or something um, long story short, I ended up fucking mad guy. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! A ghost thing that yeah. turns itself around. Yeah. Oh my god, that's and we're, that was 2015. We like still. I actually went to one of his shows the other day. We're like oh. on better. Like I'm not like still actively sleeping with him. Yeah, but you're like. But that's how it should be. Like he. That is. I was just yeah. gonna say yeah. that's the dream. <laughs> like you sometimes, and they're like polite if they're not yes. if they're like oh i'm seeing someone right now so don't uh send me boobs in the middle of the day maybe <laughs> right. i'm like okay just and then, tell me what's up and i'm fine and then it's people like that that just remind you i feel like because at least for me i will get to a point where i'm like maybe everyone is just the worst yeah. and i need to just yeah. catch yeah. up i'm the crazy but one then it's who, like, like expects normal communication normal behavior yeah and then you meet people like that every now and then and there are instances and you're like no yeah there you just keep persisting <laughs> i was i like that that's a great one to end yeah. on um and i can't wait to offline with you about <laughs> all you sorts are. of comedy things um emma thank you so much yeah this, this has so been so delightful yeah. where where can people find i mean so we'll put them we'll have the link in our description but any other like twitter oh uh, yeah twitter i am at emma since 1988 which i now regret making that my handle but when i made it i was like people it needs to be specific people need to know how old i am <laughs> just in case um oh yeah so. and you had some other and you have another site i feel oh, like I yeah my, the website that is not fully set up i like I bought a domain because I, it's uh, irrelevantcontent.com. Perfect. Oh, I just you. I just liked the name so much, and then there's one day I was like, this must exist, and I googled it. And I'm like, oh my god, <gasps> no like, one's even like sort of mine. tried to buy this yet. So I just like bought it, set up some like really basic stuff. That's so that awesome. exists. That's cool. Irrelevantcontent.com. Eventually, it'll. Right now, it just says some like, like <laughs> life is right. meaningless, but you're here now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And uh, this has been lovely. We're out of rosé. So That's we're just going we to have to. Exactly. So, so it must have gone well. Um, all right. We will talk to you guys next week. All right. Boo. Boo. Have a good Yay. one. <laughs>